Hello to whoever may be watching this. My name is Joe, and welcome to the first edition of this here unnamed podcast. Now, I have been wanting to start this podcast for over a month and a half at this point, and you'd think that I would have had something prepared in terms of a name, uh, but I just, I'm not great at planning ahead uh, for these kind of things, so you know what, that's okay. You're living to learn, things happen, you just have to move on from it. Uh, as I've said before, my name is Joe, and I thought the only way that I could start this would be adding a little bit of just wee introduction to sort of start this off and just give you a general sense of who I am. Uh, I am a very small YouTuber. Uh, I have been doing YouTube, uh, I'm, I'm not going to say professionally, uh, but I've focused hardcore on it for about four years now. Uh, before that, I made YouTube videos when I was younger, like between the ages of like 13 and 13 and 15, I want to say. Maybe that's shortchanging myself. It probably started sooner than that. But those those were the days where I just made really terrible edits from uh, content that other people already made. Uh, and basically all of the videos I would post on the internet was just my way of sort of learning how to use Windows Movie Maker. Ironically enough, the channel that I used to run at that time uh, has 379 subscribers, which is more subscribers I have on any channel that I actually care about. Um, but after I ran that channel, I ran a gaming channel starting in 2013 that I focused on called Mr. Boomer. Um, got my name from Left 4 Dead because I am an overweight individual, and I thought, hey, make fun of myself for being overweight, and then boom, boom, nobody else is going to make fun of me for it. However, that didn't stop the kids in school. Um, so, after that, I ran that till about mm, the back half of 2016 when my my life just sort of started getting busy in terms of, like, my job and things like that. And, and the real world, uh, the real world aspect of life sort of took over um, all of my lounging time and me playing video games. So, it wasn't exactly a priority at that point. Uh, and at that point, I started making some vlogs... And I posted them on my new channel, which you might be listening to uh, this podcast on because I'm going to be posting this there as well. Um, I've been running that since the back half of 2016, uh, where I post vlogs and comedy sketches and anything I really choose to make because it's my YouTube channel. If I have a creative itch, I'm going to scratch it because I can do what I want. It's my channel. <laughs> um, the people that I share my videos with seem to enjoy them, so hey, that's nice. It's always nice to feel recognized and basically feel like people enjoy what you do. That's kind of my entire goal in life, is just to get, uh, get just approval from the people around me uh, and, uh, and whatnot. Um, yeah, so that's pretty much it in terms of introductions. I don't really, I don't really know what else to, to say about that in terms of my YouTube career. I'm going to say in quotation marks. Uh, so let's just get right into the first topic. So I thought it would be nice to start off with a bit of a light topic. So the very first thing I'm going to be talking about today is North Korea and the thought of just nuclear devastation in the United States. So this should be fun.
don't worry, I am half-joking. I do want to talk about North Korea, but I'm not going to talk so much about uh, the political aspect of all of it. Um, just to go into a little bit of depth before I go into uh, what's on my mind about it, uh, as you may or may not know, the U.S. is in a bit of a situation of tension with North Korea. Now, you may or may not know this, but North Korea has a dictator. His name is Kim Jong-un. And, or at least I think that's how you pronounce his name. At the very least, that's how they pronounced it in the Seth Rogen and James Franco movie, The Interview. So that's what I'm going to go with. Um, we're in a bit of a, a stale, a stalemate, I guess would be the word to use with them. Um, mostly uh, in part because of our commander-in-chief, who is the just... Uh, all-powerful equivalent of a high school bully who does not get enough attention at home, so he takes it out on his fellow classmates, which is not the best situation to be in. But, however, there was a car in the background. <laughs> I cannot edit these, so all of these are just adding character to this. So, we are weird a bit of a conflict with them, mostly because he... He, being Donald Trump, is continuing to escalate the situation on Twitter and making very dumb threats. That aside, because of that, Americans, or at least my thoughts, are on the impending destruction of the United States at the hand of North Korea's uh, nuclear arsenal, which may or may not exist, who knows, but it's still something to think about regardless. Now, because of this situation, I have been thinking a lot about nuclear... Uh, nuclear safe zones and things like that and how close I am to the nearest uh, fallout shelter in our area and I cannot find a decent one within good range of my house which kind of sucks however I was at my mother's house the other day which is I think maybe a 15 minute drive from a place which could withstand nuclear fallout which is the high school I went to back when I was in high school but I was at my mother's the other day, and I was sitting in her driveway on my phone. I was checking my phone, and I overheard a very loud noise. Now, when I lived at my mom's, the noise pollution of the surrounding area just sort of just disappeared to me because I was used to it. The sound of the distant highway, the sound of sirens because of our less-than-ideal uh, living area, and... Most of all, the fact that, well, I'll get into the last bit in a second. So I hear a very loud noise approaching from behind my car, and it, it sounds like just a screeching, screeching thing going through the air. And my genuine first thought was, <laughs> because of all the situations with North Korea, my genuine first thought was to look in my rearview mi mirror and see if it was a nuclear missile. Now, the only reason I feel like a nuclear missile would even come around me is because I live within maybe a two-hour vicinity of Chicago, so I feel like Chicago is a big enough city and a city of importance enough that North Korea could think to actually send a nuclear bomb there. Uh, but as I was sitting there slowly panicking about the fact that I was hearing a nuclear bomb go over my head, I then realized that my mom lives within a 15-minute drive of our local airport, and it was simply a plane, which, for a second, my brain legitimately tried to convince me I was going to die then and there, which would have sucked, but I'm trying, or at least I tried to look on the bright side of the situation. It was 3 in the afternoon at that point, 
and I hadn't eaten lunch yet, so on the off chance the nuclear missile did land anywhere near me, this fictional nuclear missile, I should, I feel like I should clarify one more time, if it did land anywhere near me, I was okay with it mentally, just for the simple fact that it's like, well, I wouldn't have spent more of my paycheck on the fact that I need to eat something, so, hey, maybe uh, North Korea's nuclear missile situation can help me be a little bit more financially frugal. Speaking of food, I went to breakfast the other morning with a couple of my friends, one of which was returning to college that same day, so it was kind of a, hey, nice to see you again, uh, thanks for hanging out this summer, we'll talk more in a few months kind of thing, just, you know, one last time to catch up and hang out before she left. Now, we decided to meet at 8.30 in the morning, which is a time that I'm not usually... I don't want to say I'm not usually up. Sometimes I'm up at 8.30. It's it's getting more frequent, but I'm never out and about and driving around 8.30. That's just not something I do. I don't usually leave my house until around 10, 10 a.m. That's just my rough estimate. But I happened to be out driving this morning because I was on my way to breakfast. Now, because of this, I don't know if you listen to a lot of the radio. Now, the radio station I was listening to apparently has a morning talk show, so... This radio talk show was going on, and there was a very lovely woman. She sounded like a, a just a sweetheart. She sounded like she could have worked in, uh, you know, the local church or public library, shushing, shushing millennials as they listened to music on their headphones too loudly. Um, she sounded like a lovely woman. Now, she was talking about something, and she went into the story about this man who went on a diet. Now, obviously diets don't usually work. Losing weight or gaining weight or whatever you try to achieve is a very technical thing. It all involves different things. If you're trying to lose weight, clearly you have to balance eating eating healthy and exercise and whatnot. But this man, oh no, he decided to do something different. He went on the Domino's Pizza Diet. Now, I believe this man lived in New Jersey and he weighed himself at the start of this excursion. He weighed a believe 167 pounds. Um, this experiment lasted for 369 days, I think, and his starting weight, as I said, was 167 pounds. Now, if you had a second, go ahead and take a second and write down your guess of what his ending weight was. I'll give you literally one second. Okay, so uh, go ahead and take your sheet of paper that you miraculously found in that short amount of time and look at the answer that you wrote down. If it is over 300 pounds, you would be wrong. I'm sorry, go ahead and crumple it up and throw it aside. If it was above 200 pounds, you would also be wrong. This man, starting at 167 pounds in the span of one year, somehow managed to go from 167 to 161 by the end of this entire excursion this man lost six pounds he had to have been doing some p90x just intense workouts crossfit he had to have been an extra for game of thrones running around in iceland and greenland and all of those places with a heavy coat he had to have been burning a tremendous amount of calories to keep up with the fact that he was eating so much pizza it was ridiculous now i 
don't have the best diet myself. As I said, I am overweight. Most of that is due to my sedentary, well, my prior to my job sedentary lifestyle. And because of that, losing weight is kind of difficult, especially when you have such a speed bump to overcome. Uh, but my diet does not help it whatsoever. Um, it's needless to say, I'm not from New Jersey personally. Maybe it's something in the water there. Uh, I know that a toxicology report just came back for the water in the town I live in, and apparently there are chemicals that can produce cancer in individuals. Now, that's what's in the water here. I don't know what they put in the water in New Jersey that can make somebody that dedicated and motivated for a goal that they can just eat nothing but Domino's pizza, which, don't even get me started on Domino's, it is the lowest lowest pizza in the tier of fast food pizza, even below Little Caesars. But the fact that somebody can eat Domino's pizza for over an entire year and still manage to lose six pounds, I am just... I don't know whether I'm more impressed or more angry that that man could get away with such a thing. So I want to take a quick second away from discussing the things that are on my mind to tell you about today's very special sponsor. Now, we all love television. It helps us decompress from the hard day's work that we just experienced or the tragic breakup that we just had with a significant other that we've had for three years because you found out that they were cheating on you with your high school football coach, Ryan. That aside... These things can help us, sitting down with your family and just immersing yourself in a program about an ethnically diverse family or a family where a husband and a wife just don't get along and there's always kooky hijinks to be had. These things, seeing other people, fictional people, deal with their own problems can help us decompress and remove some stress from our life. And these great moments is what I'm here to offer you today. Now, if you go to Raymond.com slash Dro and enter in promo code Two boys, do I have a deal for you? If you do that exact thing, you will get a copy of Everybody Loves Raymond, Season 7 DVD, five discs on Amazon. It costs $9.50. You'll get it for the low price of $9.45. Now, I am doing this for you because I care so much, and it is the very first episode of this podcast, so I really tried hard to find a great deal to offer you with this. I... Honestly, I don't I don't think you could look around for a better option. I uh, 9.45 for the entirety of season 7 of Everybody Loves Raymond. Where where are you going to get a better deal? Come on, face it. eBay? Probably. That's besides the point of a, a thrift store. Maybe if somebody donated it, but why would they donate it? Season 7 was the epitome. Just just oh, Everybody Loves Raymond. And so should you. Raymond.com slash Joe, promo code 2BOYS. Change your life. Just, just do it. Cars. Now, cars are many things. They are at least one decent Pixar movie. A, they, they're an upgrade from horses and, and chariots and buggies and whatnot. But the number one thing that cars are, are just the gateway to travel in our modern society. I have had a car since... I turned 18. I did not get my license until I was 18, mostly because I just I didn't I did not want to sit through a very long class and have to wait to get my license after a period of time. I waited until I was 18, that way I could just take the class online, go and take the test and get my license. So, I've been driving for about mm, 
two years, I would say. Two years I've been driving. I was the second of my sort of main friend group to get a car, and I have been driving since. Now, I was very, very rough on my car at first because I did take my driver's test and then get my license. I did not have the experience that one would have if they went through the process of having a waiting period where they had a very long time to practice and improve on their driving skills. Because of that, my car has had to undergo quite quite a few uh, renovations, I will say, in the lifespan of my driving history. I've had to get a new um, power steering line put in my car. I've had to get the transmission completely rebuilt. Uh, I've had more tires than I can count, and tires is what I want to focus on right now. So I used to drive around like a madman, and I would and I would be rough on my brakes and whatnot, and that can affect the lifespan of tires. But I have been improving over the last year or so about my driving. At least I like to think so. Some of my friends may disagree with me. They're entitled to their opinion. I'm entitled to think it's wrong. Um, <laughs> that was the most arrogant shit I have ever said in my life. But anyways, I have been driving around a lot, and I've been improving, in my opinion. So... I've been having issues with my tires recently where the two back tires have been running out of air and not like running out in terms of being empty but they kept losing air at like a very rapid rate and I didn't understand why so I went over to my dad's and he aired my tires back up and I was I was very confused because I couldn't think of any reason that the air should have just you know just done anything. I had an issue about a year ago where I drove onto a curve and it knocked all the air out of my tire. Uh, I don't know how it works, but that's basically what happened. So says my dad, and he's worked on cars all of his life. And I thought, hey, maybe that's the case. But I couldn't think of any decent reasons that my tires were losing air. It just didn't make sense to me that they were losing it at such a rapid pace. I'd say that, for example, my two front tires were both at 30 PSI and my two back tires were at 24 apiece. I didn't get it at all. And as my dad was airing my tires up, he pointed out that the cap that goes on the uh, the stem of your tires that hold the air was missing. So the two back tires didn't have a cap on the air thing. And I was like, okay, that makes sense about why air was coming out, but why was it coming out so rapidly? So. My friend Ashley, I lived with her briefly for the last year, and she recently moved out. So she is living on her own with her brother and her brother's boyfriend, and they live in this area with a lot of speed bumps. Now, I am not a pussy bitch, and I don't fear speed bumps as much as the rest of my... Everybody in my life seems to. Maybe it's because I'm an idiot. Maybe it's because I don't care about the suspension of my car. Probably should, but I don't have caution. I realized that the reason I was losing so much air was because it was a combination of the lack of the cap for my tires and me hitting all of the speed bumps. Now, my first thought was, okay, I should probably improve that and slow down and start treating speed bumps with respect like everybody else in my life seems to. But here's where the universe clearly is on my side, because I went over to her house very recently, and because of uh, a situation in her neighborhood, they're repaving every road. And guess what they removed? Every single one of the speed bumps. Maybe it worked out in my favor. I like to think the universe just gave me a gift. Now, the last thing I want to talk about today 
is Netflix. Now, Netflix is just a media giant. It's a juggernaut. Not only does it have tons of great content from other things, like other producers and whatnot, but in the last few years, Netflix has really changed the game in terms of privately produced content and, and, and shows. Netflix has become its own TV channel in its own right. All of the shows, well, not all, but most of the shows that they produce are very very quality products. Uh, I've never seen House of Cards, but everybody speaks high, very highly of it. Uh, the Marvel properties, aside from Iron Fist, seem to be very good. Stranger Things took the world by storm. I haven't seen it yet. I tried to watch it once, and my friend got scared, so I turned it off. I have not clicked back onto it since. I do regret my decision, but apparently Stranger Things is great. And, and, oh, also, Orange is the New Black. I watched one scene from this past season that I don't know, and I'm already enthralled. I'm not going to watch the show because I'm busy, but be damned if I don't want to. So, within the Netflix original programming, they have a show, or I should say had, a show called Sense8. Now, I know very little about this show aside from it being made by the Wachowskis, which are the same people who made The Matrix. So, my brain would go, damn, that's probably a mindfuck waiting to happen. Um, it's one of the reasons I haven't watched it. Also, I've never seen anything about it, so I'm just not interested whatsoever. Um, but I recently saw something, I think on Twitter yesterday, that made me chuckle regarding the series. So I guess Netflix decided not to pick it back up, essentially just canceling it. And a lot of fans were up in arms about it not getting a full conclusion. Now, I don't know the full details. I believe Netflix has indeed picked it up for one final season so they conclude the storyline, but... What I saw on Twitter made me laugh quite a bit. Now, before I get into this, I want to go back to the days of Vine. You remember that thing that everybody loved in high school? Maybe you weren't in high school. I was. That was my personal experience. It was a thing that me and my friends would mess around with and show each other things when we were hanging out. We'd spend more time on our phone being like, hey, look at this Vine, and taking turns than we would having actual conversation. It was a great app. I miss it dearly. But when Vine was dying, or when Twitter announced that Vine was shutting down... The most unlikely underdog popped up to say, hey, we'll save Vine. If you're unaware, Pornhub, <laughs> the number one site on the internet for pornographic material, jumped up and said, hey, we'll buy Vine from you guys, uh, and we'll save it. Now, unfortunately, Twitter never, I, maybe there's discussions, I don't think it was very talked about after Pornhub came out and said, hey, let's buy Vine. Twitter did not sell Vine to Pornhub, and unfortunately it did die, which is heartbreaking, but... This relates to Netflix in quite a hilarious way, because not only was Sense8 cancelled, apparently there were so many fans about this show up in arms that X-Hamster, which is another porn website, stepped up and wrote a paper, or I should say a press release, to the Wachowskis saying, hey, there are a lot of people who really enjoyed this show, let's make one last season, let's pick it up. And I mean legitimately pick it up. X-Hamster wanted to make a show that was somewhere between probably 30 minutes and an hour. Again, I haven't seen it. I don't know the length of the episodes. And make a full television season with a full television season's budget and host it on their porn website. So not only would they have a lot of adult material, they'd have a full ongoing television show just along the ranks the entire time. Just the concept of that is hilarious. Now, like I said before, I believe Netflix did pick it up for one final season, but hey, if they want to drag out the story and not finish it this season, 
I, I honestly think it would be kind of a funny idea for them to legitimately, like, let X-Hamster fund their next season if they decide to go on further than that. I just, I want to tell my kids about a time that I'll refer to the good old days where dying industries and television shows could be saved by anything as long as you had a good enough heart and a lot of money. And one of those instances is a porn website trying to save a TV show I never cared about. But just the whole, the concept of the whole thing really makes me chuckle. I just, <sighs> what a world we live in, am I right? Well, I certainly hope you guys enjoyed listening to me ramble on for God knows how long about random things. I really enjoyed sitting down and recording this. I am considering posting this on my YouTube channel, so if that's where you're listening to this, hey, I followed through with something I intended to do, which is already improvements. Um, hopefully I have a name for this. I really enjoyed making this. I am going to try and make one of these at least once a week. Who knows? what day it's going to be up. But I want to make more. Um, thank you for listening to me thus far. If you enjoyed, go ahead and go check out my YouTube channel. I can't give you a link because I have under 100 subscribers and can't have a custom URL, but if you search Joseph Michael on YouTube, you might find me. My avatar is me wearing a, a very unflattering sweater. Uh, I believe posing on a car. So, oh, I just got a Facebook message. How dare they interrupt the outro of this podcast? But, again, I hope you enjoyed. Got a peace out. Check you guys out next time. Bye-bye.